Hey everyone, welcome to the Bone Bat Podcast. This is Steve. This is Gord. Uh, we've got, uh, what, are, what are we at? Episode 8 today? God, I don't know. It's a it's a one-digit number though. It's not a two-digit number yet. Yeah, we're getting there though. And uh, once again, we have Julie with us. Hi. Oh, holy shit. <laughs> Julie's here? Like you haven't been talking to her for the last half hour. <laughs> we haven't been <laughs> fucking around with the microphones for the last 45 minutes. Like you're somehow you. preserving this illusion for the audience. That, <laughs> no, oh, Gordon didn't know anything about this. You That's think you'd notice, you know, I'm sitting here naked. <laughs> uh, that's it. From now on, we've got to do video podcasts. <laughs> I'm naked, too. I know this this may seem trite and all, but I, I really want to lead off this show with a couple of headlines, because there have been a couple of headlines. That's that's a cool like, idea, because that's never been done on a podcast before, as far as I know. Yeah, or a radio show, or a TV <laughs> show. But from today's Sacramento Bee... They so this is, this is so this is truly ripped from the headlines. It's kind of like yes, t- today's Sacramento B. Gord's Law and Order. This is something like that. Dun, dun. Chief concerned bing, about Sack Hyde Johnson probe. Sack <laughs> <laughs> Hyde Johnson probe. Yes, the Sack Hyde Johnson probe. <laughs> Apparently, it's front page news in the Sacramento B. I'm not even going to bother to explain it. I'm just going to leave leave you with the chief is concerned about. The Sakai Johnson program. There is no way that an editor did not realize what they were doing and laugh their ass off. Oh, absolutely. This is like yeah. like some kid in high school who changes a sign by a local uh, realtor that instead of saying, <laughs> remodel your whole house, some wiseacre comes along and changes it to remodel your whorehouse. Yeah, yeah. I did that. <laughs> yes, I know. <laughs> <laughs> All right. The other thing, this is something I heard on the radio, and I guess there are, this and this is this is a very serious issue. I'm not making light of this at all, but uh, they're concerned that, um, well, what they said is a lot of rape evidence is falling through the cracks. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, people! <laughs> and this isn't the Onion. I mean, this is real shit. <laughs> See that that one may have been inadvertent, but the other one, I'm absolutely sure that that was uh, somebody who knew what they were doing. Oh yeah, abs- yeah, Johnson probe, <laughs> sack high, Johnson sack probe. high, <laughs> ran sack high, Johnson probe. Fortunately, no, but uh, I am getting when older. I got chlamydia. I think I got a sack high, Johnson probe then. Oh, <laughs> Thanks boy. a lot, Julie. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, so are we gonna? Now we've done the trite thing. Are we gonna uh, talk about what pisses us off, or, yeah. or do you want me to talk about what's pissing off? you okay. off, man? Do you know what pisses me off? What pisses it, you off? When I am gonna eat a chocolate chip cookie, and you grab when I grab said cookie and take a bite out of it and realize it is a raisin cookie. <sighs> oh, dude, yes. Totally. Is there anything worse? No, than an oatmeal raisin cookie when you're when you think. That it's a chocolate chip cookie. When you're expecting a chocolate chip cookie. Yes, because it's like a totally different fucked up texture. <laughs> and then you hit a raisin and you're like, God! Chewy raisin. Yeah. Oh. Oh, it just, it's like throwing your car from fourth gear into reverse. It just, it's <laughs> yeah. all sorts of bad things happen. <laughs> like a something. grinding, the, that same exact grinding sound happens in your skull when you do that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Oh, you know what else pisses me off? Today, I had to, uh, I was in my kitchen and I had to bleed and pee. Mostly because I'm getting a new life insurance policy and I'm, I'm old now. And so the, the life insurance company sends a nurse to go and take your blood and, and did, urine to make sure you don't got the AIDS or you're smoking crack so did, or something. Did you get the Sakai Johnson probe? <laughs> I know I, I opted for it, but they they wouldn't. Uh, maybe if I pass the blood and urine, then they'll. <laughs> I mean, second chance probe. I'm hoping. Okay. Anyway. So so anyway, I, our our listeners don't know this, but I I am a really scrawny little piece of work, and I I have a lot of muscles, but damn it, I'm vascular. I've got big, <laughs> gnarly, gross veins in my arms. You can see them a mile away. Really easy to get blood out of me. Well, for some reason, this this nurse, I, she she goes, okay, now we're gonna take your blood, and I kind of look off. You know, sometimes I watch the the whole penetration and whatnot, and sometimes I <laughs> stare off into space. <laughs> I chose to stare off into space this time, and I, I'm, and she starts talking. She's like, I couldn't, you know, like muttering to herself, and I can feel that there, there's a lot more movement going on in this with this needle than I think there should be and i look down and she's not like in the main vein so to speak she's way off to the side like right in the crook of my elbow where there are no veins or arteries it's just like gristle and, and she's way over there and i go uh yeah what what's going on with that there she goes well i, I don't like to get the big veins i always kind of try for the smaller ones <laughs> Yeah, I, I'm just trying to get a hold of, you know, if there's a tiny capillary. I just want it to be more of a challenge. <laughs> yeah, get bored hitting the big veins. <laughs> I mean, you know, what what kind of a challenge is that? I, <laughs> I don't want it to be a challenge. She's probing around in there like she's searching for avalanche victims. Just <laughs> <laughs> She finally had to pull it out, and, and, and then I, I insisted, and, and I coached her through, like, hitting the main vein the second time, but I'm all sore. Totally sucks. Pisses me off. That would piss me off. Yeah, so, so what pisses all y'all off? Go ahead, Julie. What pisses you off? You know what really, really pisses me off is when I call the any really, well, in this particular case, insurance people when I have to call to find out either you know something about my claim or to find out if I'm certified or whatever I don't even know but they always lead you in with all of these press one to do this press two to suck my dick press three to <laughs> go to hell you know and so they're like all these options and none of them are the one I want and so I'm like waiting for the one that says press this number to talk to a real life person and that never happens and usually I press a number for whatever reason, thinking I'm going in the right direction, and then I'm not. And it's like, you know, giving me, you know, automated information. And usually, every single time I call this one particular company I've already mentioned, I end up screaming at the automated teller, you know, <laughs> fuck you, fuck you, I don't want that. And then I'm like hitting my phone, hitting zero, you know, hoping that it connects me to an operator. I'm sorry, but that is not a valid command, you know, or something. Ah, that just really pisses me off. Yeah, that that sucks. That yeah. happens to me all the time too. You have to get more and more testy with it. Operator, customer service, <laughs> exactly. help. You know, you're trying to find the right word where they'll actually connect you with it. You're human. right. Yeah, with the whole you got to say things now, and sometimes it doesn't understand what you're saying, and it's like, I'm saying fuck you. How's that? <laughs> and then they're, you know, I'm sorry, I don't understand that command. You know. Well, isn't that though? Like just about you know. 
be it computer customer service kind of as a whole just sucks ass yeah basically it is a whole (laughs) (laughs) i mean you know if i can avoid ever calling microsoft customer service for anything for the rest of my life that would be great because (laughs) every time yeah you, you spend like 25 minutes on the phone and get like nothing even remotely near a satisfying answer and at the end they're like so are you happy with how the uh, call came out today? Well, fuck no, I'm not happy with how the call came out today. I still have the same problem. I can't play fucking Mortal Kombat on my Xbox with my friend, who seems to be able to play fine, but I can't fucking do it! Yeah, so I get pissed. I don't know. Maybe yeah, it's just and me. somehow Microsoft has magically installed yet another application on your computer while you've been on the phone with them. <laughs> Why is it every single thing you buy wants to install another application on your yeah. computer? Uh, and it likes to sneak in in the middle of the night and do it, you know, when you're not it looking. It does. Yeah. I got a new stapler, and I got, like, Staple Tech 2000 on my computer. <laughs> <laughs> and it wasn't working, so you had to call their customer service. And fuck! Exactly. <laughs> chatting up some lady in Pakistan about my stapler. Yeah, I had to actually go off on the Microsoft customer service rep this week because I had to send my Xbox back because it stopped working. You got the That's ring of death, point. didn't you? You got the ring of doom. I just know it. No, I didn't. I got I got some other weird intermittent. It won't read any discs. Like for the first ten minutes, it's on. You gotta let the whole thing get get hot. <laughs> well, you don't you don't really need the discs anyway, do you? I mean, you can just play everything off of the virtual what you Mickey. <laughs> Which virtual what you The <laughs> Xbox Live. You know those games you download that they're like little arcade games. Oh yeah, no right. Disc? I don't need to play you know Call of Duty Four or anything. Right. No, yeah, I'll you want to play Tetris off of Xbox. <laughs> you know, Tetris real good HD. Games. Hey, speaking of Xbox, do you know what is so fucking sweet? This what? week for Rock Band, they made available the entire Judas Priest Screaming for Vengeance album. Screaming! For download. <laughs> for Vengeance! Yes. I've been playing the Hellion Electric Eye, the intro, oh, like over and over. That song is so much fun to play on Rock Band. Is, that is just it free, rules. or do you have to pay for it? No, you have to pay for it. It's basically like, I don't know, 10, 12 bucks. It's hard to tell because you don't just buy it outright, you have to download Microsoft points. <laughs> <laughs> so you it's buy some like Microsoft being in a points. Country when, you're, when you're like, you know, I don't know, in Belgium and you're sitting in a. In a peep show booth pushing these these coins into the slot to make the girl stay there in front of you. You don't know how much money you're really putting in. <laughs> we wouldn't know what that well, what that's Because you go from the, the one booth, which is the Bureau, bureau du Change, and then you go to the <laughs> porno booth. But this is more like Disneyland, where you have Disney dollars and you don't really know if they have any value at all. They used to have they, value when they, they were actual... They used to have value when they were actual money, but now that they're Microsoft points, they're not fucking worth anything to anybody except for Bill Gates. That's right, and he's already spent it. But I do have Screaming for Vengeance on my hard drive now, so anytime I am so inclined, I can go rock the fuck out. Hey, can you actually back up that hard drive? I was wondering I was wondering about that shit, if, if there's a way to do that. Yeah, there are USB ports on there, and I've got an external USB hard drive, and I read, you know, you can back up your stuff on a hard drive using the USB ports. But from what I was able to, but I, I couldn't, you know, I'd plug my hard drive in, nothing. i plug a flash drive in, nothing, doesn't see it. And I read somewhere that the only way to actually do it is you have to format your hard drive 
like using Windows 95 in order to make it recognize it. Wow. What kind of messed up crap is that? Like you have to do it in FAT32. <laughs> <laughs> this 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 uh, podcast is sounding more and more yeah. like porn all the time. You got to insert your hard drive, but it's got to be a FAT32. Oh. <laughs> Sack high Johnson Pro. Oh yeah. <laughs> Text Sack to one nine hundred. That's what pisses me off. Do you see these fucking commercials on? Like it's not even the middle of the night anymore. It's about eleven PM. You'll be flipping around. And it's, you know, oh local sluts that ready to chat with you. <laughs> Big fella. <laughs> no, yeah, honey, that that's American Idol. I'm like, my wife's sitting right here. <laughs> <laughs> Knock it off. Fuck. Show some class, lady. H- honey, are you chatting again? <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I don't know. What I hate is the fact that you can't get through anything on Comedy Central anymore without watching at least 45 minutes of the same Girls Gone Wild commercial over and over and over again. <laughs> yeah, Comedy Central, I don't know. It's kind of gotten to a point now where I, I rarely watch it anymore. It used to be that you could you could actually turn it on and watch stand-up for a little while, and now it's, you know, Reno no, 911 repeats, yeah. And, uh, the Daily Show. The Daily Show and uh, Colbert. Which is funny, and, but I find that those, those those shows I can watch them once a week and have my fix. It see, it, they're, they're, the humor is kind of samey, over and over and over. So I enjoy it, but a little bit goes a long way for me. Did you just say samey? Yes. <laughs> you know what really pisses me off when people you, make up new words. <laughs> they both share tend to share a certain verisimilitude. <laughs> is that better? Oh, yeah. yeah Fucking vocab police. And speaking of pissing me off, I guess I should finally say it, but what really pisses me off is when basically the vernacular from The Simpsons ends up making its way not only into people's everyday language, but also the dictionary. I mean, seriously. Like, dope <laughs> and meh. <laughs> it's really annoying. Meh really pisses her off. Man, because Steve uses it, but he doesn't just shrug. He says, he shrugs and says, meh. <laughs> but I only do it because it pisses her off. It's, yeah, if you're going to get a reaction, go for it. The word meh is simply for people to be able to describe what they are doing if somebody can't actually see them doing it, right? No. no the word so. is shrug. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> see, I always think of, of meh as more like, like, eh, I don't like it, you know. No, sir, I don't like it. But a six foot five man that is of your stature saying meh just. Did you call me just, six foot five? What are you? Thank you. <laughs> I wasn't even talking about I your height. I just gained four inches. And uh, anytime you can do that, it's a good night. <laughs> anytime I want to gain four inches, I have Steve unzip his pants. Well, you know, for all that well, any. I guess I am the gay one. Damn it! <laughs> I was hoping you'd be the gay one first. And you may find yourself sucking my dick. And you may ask yourself, how did you get here? It's because you're gay. This is not my beautiful dick. <laughs> uh, anyway. Oh, okay. Speaking of uh, disturbingly ambiguous. <laughs> <laughs> nice segue, man. I had to call a clown. Because uh, <laughs> for real. 
Yeah. Yeah, because my kid is going to have a I can imagine that call. Party. What are you wearing? <laughs> <laughs> oh, besides the pancake maker. <laughs> yeah, and there's, the clown is, is a woman, and there is a fine line between... <laughs> Between clown and porn, I'm I'm sure. I get her answering machine, and it's and it's like in character, and she's uh, silly Sally's not able to answer the phone right now. She's off having fun with Annie. <laughs> what the hell? It's hot clown on clown action. <laughs> Do I want this at my child's birthday party? <laughs> hell yes. That is a birthday your child will never forget. Oh yeah. <laughs> I the remember I remember when dad made me a man. <laughs> I was gonna get a hooker, but I got a clown. <laughs> and the other thing that's really disturbing about this clown is that she when I spoke to her, she refers to herself in the third person and stays in character. Yeah, I'm trying to conduct some sort of a business transaction with her, like hire her for an event, and she's going, you know, oh, silly Sally, I'd be happy to show up at your event. Oh, my God, like, uh, that's creepy. Who do I make out the check to? She goes, you make it out to Silly Sally. Silly Sally's big time now. Silly Sally can even get checks. Didn't Chucky, didn't Chucky <laughs> talk Sally about Silly Sally, love you long time. <laughs> <laughs> You not forget me, Joe? <laughs> no, Big Steve doesn't like people who talk in the third person. <laughs> Big Steve yeah. doesn't like that at all. Yeah, Daddy Gord is a little disturbed by the whole thing. Kind of makes him not want to hire Silly Sally. <laughs> I believe Chucky talked about himself in the third person, too, didn't he? Yeah, then he went to coach the Raiders, didn't he? <laughs> Chucky? Who? Chucky, the knife-wielding doll. Like child's play? Really? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I haven't seen that one in a while. Didn't he talk about himself in the third person? I don't know. Chucky, not very happy. Really? No. <laughs> Chucky, give you happy ending? No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. You didn't see that one? <laughs> <laughs> the idea of Brad Dorif saying that kind of creeps me out. <laughs> Actually, Brad Dorff saying most anything creeps me out. But he's a creepy actor. So, anyway, so did you get this clown? Did you get the deal locked up? What's the deal? Well, yeah, I, I put the deposit down on the clown. And here's the other thing about the clown: Silly Sally uh, is got more than one character for her clowning. Uh, mm. The other you, character is Annie. You don't as say. in Annie Oakley. Oh, okay. And uh, so Silly Sally says that she can't show up, but her good friend Annie Oakley will. And Annie Oakley, this, and so she's telling me this. She, Annie Oakley has a good story to tell. Annie Oakley learned early on on the wild western frontier after her parents died that if she wanted to eat, she'd have to kill her own food. No. Yeah, no. Yeah, for real. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, so Annie, maybe Annie maybe hiring maybe like, hiring the psychotic fucking clown <laughs> is not such a good idea. You already know about her <laughs> that she's sexually depraved. She has multiple personalities. She probably owns firearms, which is never a good idea for a clown. I don't know, dude. I'd yeah. I'd just walk away. I, I'm sure there's more clowns to be had in Davis, right? 
when you say had. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's that's really trippy. So, she, so yeah, you, but you, you you're done. You hired her, right? You didn't yeah, give her your yeah, address, I, did I, you? I've seen her seen her act at another party, and I, I gotta give what her kind, credit. What kind of party was it? What's that? <laughs> what kind of a party was it? Huh? <laughs> well, it was a kind of a grown up party. <laughs> did you leave your keys in a bowl? <laughs> You know, is no, it like a big fucking a clown, clown shoe? <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh. Yeah, I wouldn't give Silly Sally my address if I were you, honestly. It's too late. <laughs> it sounds like he's he's it's a done deal. Wow. Yeah, I don't want to piss Silly Sally off now. I mean, she's got a gun. <laughs> Silly Sally's going to be sending him cat pieces in the mail if he doesn't pay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> So did that piss you off or just weird you out? No, it seriously weirded me out. <laughs> that would weird me out. No shit. Be sure to I call us. I think I'm just going to have a, like, some friends show up and just kind of stay in the background with shotguns or cricket <laughs> bats or something in case Silly Sally gets a lot of control. Yeah, don't tell Silly Sally where they are. No, no. Just the insurance policy. Yeah. Hey, while we're talking about clowns, I'll, let me stick in plug number one of the, the week or the night. Uh, the Drunken Zombie Podcast, uh, they're in fine form the last couple of episodes. Uh, this is a podcast that uh, is on, you can find it on DrunkenZombie.com. They've uh, given a shout out to us at Bonehand a couple of times, so they're good friends. And uh, they, uh, the last that's couple of... That's all it takes to be good friends. That's all it takes. Uh, but a couple of good, uh, they've done a couple of cool episodes. Uh, two episodes ago, they did an episode about uh, what movies from their childhood really scared them. And about how Stephen King's It like just fucked them up for liking clowns totally for the rest of their lives. Because Tim Curry was so freaking creepy in that. And then uh, this week's episode, they did a whole episode of uh, kind of really cool, uh, intelligent breakdowns of the jo- George Romero Living Dead Zombie movies. And it was uh, just really in-depth, a really cool way of looking at the whole series. And I really enjoyed it. So... Get over to drunkenzombie.com and check out their podcast. It is awesome. That's All right, it. nice plug. Thank you. Are you uh, so, are you a fan of the Romero movies? Yeah, I like just about every zombie movie. I agree. Me too. I okay, concur. so we're all pro <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking about that. I just uh, I just had a birthday recently, and did uh, you get a clown? I did not get a clown, <laughs> but uh, the <laughs> kind of cool. That uh, I was like looking at stuff in 1968 when I was born is the same year that uh, Night of the Living Dead was made, which is kind of, you know, the start of modern horror today, which I love. And Black Sabbath was formed, which is kind of the start of heavy metal, something else I love. So it's pretty cool that those two things started the same year I did. Oh, rah, bah, bah. Isn't that kind of cool? This is a nice little symmetry in my life. I like that. <laughs> Honestly, I can't think of a single movie from when I was little that scared me to death that I could remember now. No? No. I mean, I liked I liked scary movies. You repressed it. I must have. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> well, if we're going to bite Drunken Zombies gig. <laughs> what about you, Gord? Uh, didn't we already do this in a, in a podcast? Movies that just scared the, the crap out of us? We talked a little bit about a couple of movies in the Halloween episode. Okay, well, I was I was thinking the last movie that just absolutely scared me to the point where I was sweating was not something I saw as a kid, but it was Aliens. Oh, I mean that 
that movie, Jesus, that grabbed you by the face and didn't let go. I was a teenager when I saw it, but yeah, I just remember that. That scared me. So you didn't see you didn't see anything like Halloween or The Fog or any of those type of movies when you were littler, where you you probably you know you snuck in that horror movie that you weren't supposed to see. I don't think so. I watched a lot of creature features type stuff with my dad. Giant rubber monsters attacking or, or a wolf man or vampire or something. But Nothing was no, very I, nothing was very scary with Bob Wilkins announcing it though. For some reason. Yeah. He did take the edge off things a bit. Of course, you know, Bob Wilkins, he, he had pretty uh, pretty good career. He introduced us to Ultraman and uh, what was that show with Goldar, Silvar, and Gam? Oh yeah, it was that giant. No, it wasn't giant robot, but um, and Methuselah and um, yeah, yeah. They lived in that volcano, and they could turn yeah. into. And they every time they jump around, their air, antennas would bounce. <laughs> right. <laughs> I don't know what that show is called, but yeah, Inspector Man. They, they, he did when he was doing that Captain Cosmic show, and they they also had a Hardware Wars on that show. So he's a pretty cool cat. Yeah, he did that Creature Features. What a guy. It is Wonder Robot 2T2. Yeah. In that honorable tradition of robots who the only moving part is their arms. Right. It was just like a washing machine <laughs> drum would spin side like, to side. Like, yeah, a board grip behind the thing every once in a while would twist the arms. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, rock on, Bob Wilkins. All right, well, since we have a uh, a, a fashion-forward female on the show this time, I've got a question really directed at Julie. Okay. I, I, I wear sunglasses a lot. I, I wear good sunglasses, and I take care of the sunglasses. I, I, I it, It's tough for me to find the glasses I like, and once I get a pair, I stick with them. I've been wearing the same pair since uh, 2000, when I got my current pair. And it, to protect these glasses, and since I usually have them on... Anytime I'm outside, I wear a sunglass leash. I'm wondering, is this, am I a total 80s throwback douchebag, or is that still acceptable? Honestly, I, I don't know. I don't you know. You don't know? That. I thought you knew all these no, things. No, I don't know. I mean, I mean, I would say it's acceptable, but that's just because it's my generation, so. I don't know what's cool with the Hepcats, you know, the younger Hepcats these days. Well, they have LASIK surgery, and then they get some sort of uh, immacular shade implanted in their eye. <laughs> and they, like, tattoo things on their eye now. Right. And then they put a ring <laughs> in the lid. Yeah, they pierce their stud. eye. Pierce yeah. their iris. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, I know. Sorry, I can't help you out with that. Uh, and- I've been struggling with that. I've even gone so far as to try taking the leash off, but then I don't know what to do with the glasses. I drive, and I get to the store, and go in the store, and I got glasses in my hand. And it's- <laughs> Dude. You're fucking old now. It's not like you're supposed to be worried about that shit anymore. You're supposed to be like just wearing your, you know, striped knee shorts and your <laughs> Birkenstocks and whatever else and just, you know, fuck the world. They, they, they're not going to catch up with you, so you just do your own thing. You know what? Maybe you're right. And I am really working hard towards becoming a dirty old man, and maybe that's just part of the part of the transition. Oh, then you need I to... Wanna be- then you need I to walk around with to a go, mirror. Uh, he's just a dirty old man. Don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> then you need to carry your little mirror around so you can look under the skirts, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Steve's like, that just came out of your uh, mouth? <laughs> <laughs> oh, come on. You've had worse things that come out of your mouth. <laughs> Dude, that's my wife you're talking about. <laughs> 
Which is why I thought you were going to say, dude, that's my penis you're talking about. Which is why it always surprises me when I surprise him. I'm like, I always say stuff that's unexpected or put my foot in my mouth or something. Well, okay, so, so since you're the, the reigning fashion expert, I keep my penis on a chain in my pocket. Does that chain also connect to your wallet? It does. It, it connects about three different places. So is that still cool? The penis chain? Oh, yeah. It hooks kind of through a big Prince Albert, like a bolt, really. Oh, yeah. There you go. As long as, yeah, as, long as you can... It's about a quarter-inch bolt, really. And then it hooks to my wallet. It hooks to my cell phone. Yeah, as long as you can attach it to some sort of nylon string hanging from the ceiling so you can hang yourself later, <laughs> you know, suspension or something, then you're really totally with it. Sweet. Yeah. All right. Do you ever get confused and you grab the chain and you try to you end up answering your, your ringing penis? <laughs> <laughs> no, that's never happened. I love how you're all painting me as this fashion forward maven. Well, good Lord, you designed the, the cutting edge crochet design, so... <laughs> I mean, what what else would you be if not a fashion maiden? You're the most fashionable person I know. <laughs> okay, I just want you to know I'm wearing snowflake pajama pants and a cramps t-shirt, okay? <laughs> I thought you were naked. What the hell? You lied! <laughs> oh, wait, I'm sitting next to you. <laughs> I'm totally getting some snowflake pajama pants. <laughs> So I decided to spend my, uh, I decided to, to do the patriotic thing, and I, I'm spending my, my little tax rebate in a small business, trying to push the wheels of commerce around, doing my part, and uh, that, that Yorick scoring that you saw on my website, <laughs> uh, my wombat, totally buying it, but not for the pinky ring, I'm not putting it on, a, on my ring finger, on my right hand. That's pretty Screw cool. I'm 40 years old, I'm getting the skull ring, but here's the thing, I ordered with the skull ring, and after I order it, I realize that the, the small company I'm ordering this th- from through the internet is based in New Zealand. So I've essentially taken my, my U.S. tax dollars <laughs> and sent it out of the country. Not only that, you got like, what, a third of the money because you have kids and you're not spending any of that money on them. So you're doubly an asshole. Triply. <laughs> well, I'm getting them a clown. What, what else <laughs> <laughs> a sadistic yeah, a, a fucked up clown. <laughs> Nicely played, sir. <laughs> Ouchie, the bondage clown. <laughs> Tim Curry was unavailable for the weekend. So you got... <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> Silly Sally, she has a strap on. Well, <laughs> oh, nothing good is going to come of this, except for probably another podcast. <laughs> <laughs> that's true, that's true. It's awesome fodder for that, if nothing else. What if Silly Sally is like one of your biggest fans? What if Silly Sally is one of my biggest fans? Well, then I guess she'll understand. <laughs> <laughs> so is that it? If we, if we cast all we're going to cast this evening? I think we are. I do have one more plug, though. What's that? Oh, plug it. A couple more plugs. Yeah. Well, I was going to tell a little story. Oh, okay. Julie has a story. story. Sorry about that. Go, no, go, go. No, no, no. Now that I got a bag, forget it. No, no. I was just thinking how funny it was because the other day, you know, you know, Steve and I, we have two children, two beautiful, precious little children that we love dearly. And I'm done. I don't want any more children. And the other day, 
Thad was in the back of the car and he announces that he wants me to drink that um, special juice that I drink so that we can have another baby. And I was like, what, what are you talking about? He's like, you know, that, you know, you drank daddy's juice and then um, you had a baby. I want a brother this time. Can you drink that special drink again? I'm like, yeah. I thought we talked about that, hun. No. Okay. No, we're not having any more kids. That kind of falls into the category of uh, things that you believed as a child that weren't exactly correct. <laughs> Harkening but, uh, back you know, to a, a previous podcast. Children, I, I really do think you should drink the juice. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's okay. But Don't thanks. you love your children? Drink the juice. <laughs> drink the juice. Drink it. Come on. You will drink it and you will like it. <laughs> Don't you love your husband? <laughs> Oh, shit. If you could make the juice taste like a martini with three olives, you know, I'd drink it more often. I'll drink a bunch of martinis. We'll see what we can do. This could be I'll the send gift. you some olives, dude. <laughs> this could be the gift that keeps on giving. <laughs> hey, we're not telling my dad to listen to this one, okay? <laughs> oh, no, it's the subsequent podcast he doesn't want to hear. <laughs> Or he cares about the tumbler full of Steve's love with three olives. <laughs> I'm flattered that you think I could fill a tumbler. <laughs> Thanks, man. I appreciate that. Sure. I think you could fill it from here. Oh, shoot. Okay. Okay. Do your plug and let's get out of this thing. All right. Uh, last uh, last thing I wanted to talk about. The music you've been grooving to this evening is The Makai uh, from Chico, California. These guys really rock. And, uh, or as they say it, Makai. The Makai. Aren't they awesome? They're cool. That's some uh, cool shit, yeah. man. Anyway, one of the reasons I found out about these guys is from another podcast I've been listening to lately, uh, Pinto Gigante. Uh, uh guys uh david and jacob who uh basically these guys they do a heavy metal podcast and they've got insane good taste i keep hearing you know i consider myself a metalhead but i keep hearing stuff on their show that i've never heard before that is just outstanding uh there's a band from indiana called uh demericus that is fantastic the song knuckle eye is just crushing heard it first there a uh, band from Austin called The Sword, which is kind of stoner metal, sort of like a cross between Clutch and Electric Wizard. Gordon, you would sword probably like. <laughs> really dig them. They're the band I told you. They they actually do songs about uh, taking the black, the uh, George R. R. Martin, kind of, yeah, yeah. you know, the guys who go away to the wall. They actually do I'm songs about stuff book. like that, which is, which is freaking cool. So The Sword, another cool band. Also, uh, this band called Disfear from Sweden, which is made up, uh, it's kind of a super group. It's got a guy from Entombed, uh, another guy from At The Gates in it. But uh, it's kind of that discharge punk beat, you know, that boom, ba boom, ba boom, that kind of thing. And it's just really cool music. And so they, they constantly come up with, with stuff that I haven't heard before. They've got really good taste, and they're, they're pretty funny guys also to, to listen to. So check out the uh, Pinto Gigante podcast. It comes out, I think, every Saturday or so, and it's freaking awesome. Do not miss it if you have any interest in music or from the heavier end of the spectrum. And uh, thanks to Brandon and the Mackay for letting us use their music this week. Really appreciate it. Absolutely. Thank you, man. The Mackay's debut CD, The End of All You Know, is available through 7th Rule Recordings. You can find the link on the Bone Bat page uh, under the episode information. 
and you can buy their uh, merch. They have some pretty cool t-shirts from the MakaiRocks.com. Anything? Oh, yeah. And uh, Julie's book, Uncommon Crochet. Oh, yes. Please. You know what? Do you know? Gor- book. Gordon. Gordon. Do you know what would make an excellent gift for all of the mothers in your life? And you have several. How many mothers are in my life? <laughs> a lot. A lot. Every every mother you know. Your wife, your yeah. mom, silly Sally. There's this great, <laughs> there's this awesome book called Uncommon Crochet, and it was written by me. I think it would make you know, a great I, gift. My dad was trying to get an autographed copy of that, but apparently there are none on sale yet. You know, because they're sold out. Oh. <laughs> They they took off that fast. No, I'm just kidding. Don't worry, dude. They'll make more. <laughs> They're it's just landing in stores now. But um, and I haven't gotten my copies yet. But I do promise that I will be getting my copy soon. And um, damn, if I just couldn't come down there to sign that copy in person, do it. That'd be awesome. We'll set you up. Yeah. yeah. Is it not raining there? Uh, it's not raining. I've been swimming. It's nice. Yeah, I'd like to come out there. Yeah, come on down. Okay, it was, it was snowing here last week. Okay, sorry. Yeah, we're not, weather. Right now, we're not getting more than like two hours without rain. Yeah. You get you get two hours of sun, but then it rains right after. <laughs> like so, pours, yeah. and then it hails, and then so Mother Nature is just relentlessly fucking with us right now. But anyway. uh, well, it's the it's the season down here where I'm removing the pollen off my car with a snow shovel. <laughs> <laughs> so at least you don't have that. Ah, uh, nature. All right, man. Well, uh, once again, this is the uh, eighth episode of Bone Bat Podcast. Podcast. By the way, we are now on iTunes, everyone. <laughs> We've made it to the big time. I learned how to write an RSS feed. Isn't that awesome? Uh, so, uh, check us here. Uh, we're once a month. Uh, you can find us on iTunes or at bonehand.com. Uh, this, as always, is a joint production of Bonehand.com and MightyWombat.com. There's a new cartoon on Mighty Wombat every Thursday and new content every Sunday on Bonehand. Also, Gord, when's your next Davis Life article coming out? Uh, very, very soon. But by the time this podcast is up, it will be live. Freaking sweet. So anyway, uh, thanks for listening. Uh, we love feedback. So if you like what you listen to or if you don't like it and you uh, have suggestions what we could talk about, send me a line at steve at bonehand.com. Otherwise, uh, this is Steve. This is Gord. This is Julie. And that's Julie. <laughs> uh, take it easy.